as we begin this morning. I invite you, if you wish, take a few moments to, as part of settling in, mindfully connecting with your body, just in a general sense. There may be some particular experiences that are predominant that you notice. There may just be a general sense of being here, sitting here, in the body. So however, however it is for you, just noticing, connecting. Connecting with the experience uh, in your heart, in the mind. Just your whole experience, mental, physical, experience of sitting here, being here. And noticing not only your experience, but perhaps taking a few moments to notice how are you relating to whatever's happening, to your experience? How are you being with your experience? And for whatever's going on with you, whether it, it might be pleasant, some unpleasant experiences, perhaps it's just kind of in between. See if you can bring a sense of allowing or letting be. It's a perhaps a sense of non-interference. We don't have to make anything happen. We don't have to push anything away. Just connecting mindfully, bringing awareness to whatever it is that's happening. If there is some place of any kind of difficulty, if there's some tension or stress, if you notice some worry or anxiety, if there's some challenges in the body, the best you can, and we just do the best we can, see if you can soften around or let go around it. And I know that's not always easy, so we do the best we can. (coughs) If there's something happening in your experience for which you're not able to let go around it, to let be, to bring acceptance, then bring some acceptance to that place in you. Again, just do the best you can. Don't make a struggle to not struggle. This attitude of allowing ourselves to 
be who we are, to have our experience, to not get into a fight with ourselves, a struggle with ourselves, is in itself a great act of, of kindness and compassion for ourselves. And it can help support this attitude we mentioned last night of ease and relaxation, which will serve us so well in our days together. And as, as you've settled in some, from this place of ease, of non-struggle, again, the best you can, then we'll continue with the practice as Temple was um, guiding us last night, connecting with our breathing in whatever way serves you best, finding the place in your body where you most naturally, most easily, where it feels like it really works the best for you to connect with the sensations, the physical, the actual experience of your breathing. Some people may have been taught that, oh, you should always connect with your breathing at the movement of your abdomen, your belly. Or other teachers might say, no, no, always has to be at the nose. Let your body inform you. Find your place. This is your inner guidance, your inner knowing, your inner teacher. could be a, a sense of, uh, as Temple mentioned, the whole, the whole torso. So you've opened the lens of your awareness. You're not so narrowly focused. It might take the belly, the chest, the whole, we call that whole body breathing. You take in the whole chest, torso area, and that, the physical feeling of that. You could connect at the, uh, the air Uh, entering and leaving at the nose, whether that's near the tip of the nose or for some people it's deeper inside the nasal passages. Throat, chest, abdomen, uh, belly, that physical movement. So whatever works for you. And we just bring enough effort. You know, we put in enough to, to stay present we don't want to over-effort. It's just a light touch, whatever, however much is needed for you to stay connected. We keep the practice very simple. Of course, there could be many other experiences that come in the body, thoughts, in the mind, in the states of the heart. And we'll spend plenty of time on the retreat talking about how to work with these skillfully. For now, the best you can, see if you can just allow those to rest in the background and allow 
the experience, giving some preference to the experience of your breathing, allowing it to be in the foreground. Of course, the mind, it doesn't take long to see that the mind will wander away and will get lost, caught up in thinking and just all the imaginings of our minds, everything that captures our attention. Um, So we already know ahead of time that will happen. Don't make a problem. Just keep coming back once you wake up and realize you've been lost. Just come back, start again. Don't beat yourself up or make a struggle. Even if you can only be with a few breaths and then you're lost and gone most of the time, it's perfectly fine. Um, just by coming back and reconnecting with your breathing when you do remember is fully doing the practice. It's fully enough. last piece I'll offer for this sit is um, if if it supports you, you're certainly welcome to um, bring in the mental noting technique. Um, if you're not familiar, it's simply most of our attention is connecting with the experience of the breath. But uh, some people find it's, it helps them, uh, especially early on, Uh, when our concentration is not as strong, it can help. It's an aid to help us staying connected by repeating mentally. And the words don't matter so much, but with the in and out breath, literally saying the words in, out, or your belly rising and falling with each breath. Or you could just repeat breathing, breathing. And you're welcome to experiment with that. Some people find it's not supportive. It feels too much or it's clumsy in some way, and just let it go. Whatever supports you to stay connected.
every, every day at this sit will be the time when we give, just as we did this morning, a few minutes of uh, instructions, and so we'll give you know progressive instructions throughout the week. So. Um, um, strongly encourage you to, uh, even if you're not coming to the hall for all your sits, to, to come to this sit. And then uh, we'll have this 15-minute period that we're starting right now before the walking, where we'll open it up, which we'll do in just a few moments to see if there's any questions. Uh, we'll keep it a little shorter today because the next walking period is half an hour, and I want to, uh, uh, Temple's going to say something about a walking practice. So I want to give him a little extra time for that. But first, just before we open up to questions, just a couple of comments. Um, well, if you recall last night, I told you many times I'm going to be re- encouraging or reminding about ease and relaxation. So here it comes again. This attitude of non-contention is another way to think of it. In other words, uh, not getting in a fight with ourselves. Uh, will not only prevent so much unnecessary suffering when we can do it. And of course, sometimes it's not so easy. We, we, we even know we're struggling and it's hard to let go. That's where a lot of the learning comes. There's actually, uh, that's a rich, we don't have to go looking for that, seeking it. But if it comes and finds us, um, that's a place to really learn about, um, you know, what's going on in our own minds where we're able, where we're not able to let go of our suffering. So when it comes, we can shift our attitude around it and use it. And the best we can, if we can keep in mind that attitude of non-contention, aiming in a wholesome direction, as we talked about last night, it's okay to want to get somewhere, but the question is how can we want it and get it without grasping for it, without having making an object of craving? How can we skillfully aim, but not... Take, do anything that takes us out of the present moment. So if we can keep that attitude, um, and again, not only do we suffer less, it actually, uh, you'll get more samadhi. <laughs> so, also, um, just one other thing, that, uh, of course, challenges, difficulties can come, as any experienced uh, meditator knows at any time on retreat. But, Particularly in the first day, the first days of a retreat, uh, especially for those of you who are new, if you don't know, uh, let's just say for many people can be more challenging as we're settling in. Um, and so just to uh, say more about that later, but to hold, um, hold yourself with kindness today. If you're sleepy, if you're restless, the body aches, you work with it the best you can. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Just know it kind of comes with the territory, if it's what happens for you. Um. Um, So we have a little time if anyone has any uh, practice questions this morning. Hi, Paletta, yes. deeper in concentration through the nostrils. Um, but now what's happening is that um, my throat dries up because what will happen is I'll feel it more in the throat mm-hmm. and then so I'll focus there. 
but then I feel like I'm almost moving towards a tendency to push the breath. And the mental pushing? Yes. And so then I kind of switch to my chest, but I would say the chest, the rise and fall of the chest is like the second um, more where I feel it. So should I just stick with that because I'm not, I don't get the tendency to push when I'm... Right. A couple of things. Um, let, let me just explore with you. But first, let me just say in general, this idea of not switching, um, we're not... We're encouraging people not within a particular sit to be moving all around. I'll stay here, and now I moved here because it, we want to really get settled, and you know that's a lot of movement, right? But it may be first of all over the course of our meditation careers, so over this year or two, whatever it's been, or it could be within a day, or I don't know. But uh, things shift and change. So it's not like, you know, I've started off and whatever, the nose was my best place and now I'm supposed to be there forever. It's not like that. So we want to let it organically reveal itself. And it's, it's common, uh, not uncommon, that for people that they notice they've worked here and then it's just part of the development. And so now the chest is where it is for them and it's not the breath. So we want to follow the, uh, I guess say the organicity, if you will, in general. So then coming back to what you're saying, can I just ask a couple of questions to get clear? So when you start meditating, you still work, stay at the, somewhere in the area of the nose? Yeah. And then are you saying it naturally moves to the throat just as, the, as you drop in? That's just, right? It's yeah. not you doing it, it just kind of happens. No, right? it's happening. And it's probably because the throat is more magnified in terms of sensations. Yeah. Right. So one of the things that's going to happen is, and if, if uh, you know, even though we're emphasizing breathing, at least at this stage, it's ultimately it's not about the breath. You know, the breath is we could think of it as a doorway or as an aid. Um, at some point, it, it transcends breath, and, and hopefully we'll talk about that later. And the breath's done its job, and we've, we've opened up the whole body, or there's all these samadhi experiences happening, and it's way beyond just breath. So um, um, we don't have to have any particular way the breath's got to be. We're just u- letting the breath support us. So if it naturally shifts and moves, and that's, I guarantee you, happening for other people, or will happen to, we can follow that. Then we have to look and see what actually happens. So what you're noticing is that this is what naturally happens, so you're deep in the samadhi. You, you said two things. It tends to get dry in your throat. So I'm not sure what to say. Temple, if you, in a moment, if you want to add something, that'd be fine. It's, but you're saying that you finally like you want to press with the breath, with the mind, right? What happens, so that's an interesting place, it's kind of a, it's a, uh, I'm of two minds about the pressing because I know that very well, so the mental, it is, it is a lot of doing with the mind, and so at some point I, we don't want to be pressing, but there can be times, different teachers will say different things, um, I'm kind of of two minds about that, so maybe we could explore offline. Actually, I don't want to take up all the time. But there can be, let's just say you can experiment with some pressing with the mind if you want. If it's, if it's not disrupting and it's helping, it's okay. But we also need to know when to let go and let the momentum of the concentration take over and the amount we're doing, and pressing is a doing, drop away more as samadhi takes on its own power. So maybe there could be a place in there. I'm just not totally sure in this brief interaction. We can talk more if you want. 
so you can play with that, and then I don't know about it, you know if you open to the chest, maybe that can serve you. You maybe look and see. I don't know. Do you, do you want to say anything on that, Temple? Yeah. So if you want to talk more, let us know. Okay. Uh, I was feeling a good amount of pain and discomfort as I was sitting there. I guess my body adjusting. And it just seems to take a lot of energy and a lot of attention. You know, uh, you know focusing on the breath, the in and out, and it just you know my mind keeps going there, and then it's like, do I adjust or not? Maybe I adjust. Yes. But it, it just seems to like really take a lot of energy and attention. Can you give some guidance on yes. how to work with that? Yes, I want to encourage you to find a position that that can be as comfortable as possible. And um, in general, um, a lot of having to move probably isn't... We definitely want to know when it's time to move and, and be kind to ourselves and take care of ourselves. And so sometimes we, do, we should move. And you know when, when, the, when the samadhi's clear and strong, moving a little here and there, it may not take you out of things. But there can also be a power of staying with it. But in general, you know, move to a chair. If all the chairs are used up... Uh, we look, if you want to move to a chair, leave us a note or let us know. I think I do see a few empties, or we'll get some chairs up here for you. Try that out. We may do, um, perhaps do a posture clinic, I don't know, today or tomorrow or something for people who, because oftentimes we, we do have unnecessary suffering, and we can learn, someone from the outside can look at our posture and make a, sometimes subtle things even can make a huge difference. So finding a way to sit, add more cushions or do whatever you do so that you can be as comfortable as you can, sit in the chair. And then with that, um, you know, you do the best you can, right? Uh, if, if it's taking a lot of your attention, really a lot of your attention around just moving and pain and everything, that we would like to try to uh, fix that if we can. So just try to get comfortable and let's, why don't you report back if you need some support and we'll We'll work on it. Okay. Yeah, just one more, please. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Right, right. That's a, yeah, uh, I just realized as I said that, uh, um, uh, it's the, when we say concentration, the word in Pali and in Sanskrit is samadhi, and so that's the word that we're translating as concentration. So a big part of what we'll talk about is what does that mean? It can, there's a lot to that, but... Okay for now? Okay. All right. So thank you all. Um, yeah. So ordinarily, um, on a retreat here, there'd be walking meditation, sitting meditation, walking meditation. And many of you who have been here before, you might notice that um, the walking meditation, we put our um, awareness deeper into our body, maybe down on our feet while we're walking, and then when we're sitting, more with the breath. And what we're going to invite you to do is actually stay with the breath during walking meditation, and then eventually you stay with the breath all day long. And <clears throat> um, some tips on that is uh, one that keeps that keeps things very simple. We just have one place of reference, one place that we're inviting the mind to be present with, not two or several or many. It's sort of uh, one place. And that keeps it very simple, which is helpful for developing samadhi, a simplified mind. Um, the, uh, the challenge to that is that you can get a little bit of tunnel vision where you, 
you're inviting the mind always to be with the breath, and it can um, there can be this effort to corral the mind and bring it to the breath, which is a little bit forceful. So this invitation, collecting the mind on the breath all day long, some people find that there's that um, they get a little tight in doing that. So <clears throat> as we invite you to uh, find the breath when walking and find the breath during meals even if you want. Um, what I'd like to um, point at is rather than it being um, the breath versus something, it's the breath and something. So uh, an inclusive awareness that doesn't struggle with whatever is happening but still invites the breath to be at the forefront. And therefore you won't, you won't incur this sense of struggle as the mind wanders elsewhere and you won't have a tussle. So, okay, a lot of memory is coming up around my childhood and I'm breathing. I'm walking and my attention is being drawn out to how beautiful things are and I'm breathing. And then you can then invite just a little more preference to the breathing, but not to the point where you start to make uh, a struggle over where your attention would be. And that's going to be very important as we explore breathing while walking because the senses are open. You'll be seeing people, there's a lot more stimulation. And so rather than making a struggle over just the breath, not that. It's open to it all, but the breath at the center, and then see if you can um, uh, find the breath satisfying as the center of your experience. So let's come to a standing just so we can embody that for a moment. So with your eyes open, because your eyes will be open, if you can begin rocking back and forth, left to right. And now uh, see if you can open your awareness up to the whole room of which you're swaying back and forth. So this is a very inclusive attention. And then within the whole room, you happen to be in a body So you can bring the body forward as part of what's happening in the room. You're swaying back and forth, feeling your weight shifting. And you can invite forward this activity of breathing as your body is swaying back and forth. And see if you can connect to the sensations of breathing even while you sway back and forth. What you may notice is that the breath is very subtle. So as your eyes are open and your body's moving, it becomes uh, difficult to find the breath. And therefore the challenge is not to squint the mind or force the mind, but let the mind be a little more quiet so that you can track something as subtle as your breathing, even while your eyes are open and your body is moving. And so uh, don't let this be a cause for frustration. 
But again, invite yourself to be a little more quiet, a little more content, a little more present. And then see if you can feel your breath, even with your eyes open and your body moving. And then the bell will ring and you'll come back and you'll come into sitting and we'll take up the next, um, the next practice period of sitting meditation. Are there any questions about that? Just that setup of being with the breath while your eyes open and moving. Every now and then you may want to stop, <clears throat> close your eyes, and uh, reattune yourself to the breath. Open your eyes and start walking again. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who are new, um, when we do walking meditation, we we find a place where we can take about 10 steps forward, 10 to 20 steps forward. We turn around and take those 10 to 20 steps back to where we started. This is not necessarily a time to go for a walk in the woods or walking up and down. Um, I also invite you not to give up on the walking practice and make this an errand time, but uh, treat it with the same um, dedication and loyalty you have when sitting. So we'll uh, leave this room and find a place to do walking, either on the patio out here, up on the road. There are a few trails up there, but even if you get into the woods, find one place where you can take those 10 to 20 steps, and that will help you uh, not have the mind wander while you walk and wander, but being dedicated to one spot is a constant reminder that we're being dedicated to being to presence, being dedicated to the breath. So enjoy your exploration. We'll see you in a bit. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.